You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're just beginning. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, Seamus McGee from behind the counter at BetMGM and Michael Lebaugh for his Stanley Cup final plays heading into tonight's Game 5. But we start with last night and the sports world crowned a worthy champion. A champion I know we will be talking about for a long time to come, an absolutely dominant performance. I'm talking, of course, about Shohei Otani. Two home runs last night. He now leads the American (laughs) League with home runs. The MVP race is, oh oh yeah, Denver Nuggets, uh, NBA champions uh, for 2023, winning this in five, clinching it last night, 94-89. The Heat do cover the number of eight and a half. This game went way under 208 and a half. Playoff Jimmy uh, turned out not to be playoff Jimmy in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, big turnover gaffe. Jokic Finals MVP. A lot to get to, Joe. Where would you like to start? Well, as far as the game, it was ugly. It was really <laughs> ugly. And I'm kind of glad that the series is over so we don't have to focus so much on how ugly the basketball was last night. And it's more big picture stuff about Jokic and everything he's accomplished now with the finals MVP. And we all knew that was coming. Uh, the first player with the finals MVP and a regular season MVP drafted outside of the top 15. Um, the last time a player out drafted outside the first round to win a finals MVP was 1983 when it was Moses Malone. Uh, the under was easy. Cash it once again. That thing hit by 27 points. Not much of a sweat at all. But honestly, Aaron, as far as that game last night, I kept falling asleep. The last time a champion was crowned in any sport, when I fell asleep so much, it was Paul's favorite World Series. I missed Joe Carter because I fell asleep. And that last night, the shot making was so bad, I fell asleep multiple times and the kids had to wake me up. (laughs) Oh, man, it was terrible. And the Nuggets won, but like they shot horribly from the three-point line it was just it was kind of a blah game I'm just glad the Nuggets won I mean thankful for the Nuggets and Jokic it's been a good run for me betting wise regular season and playoffs it was about a year ago I bet on them to win the West now you know I know we're gonna look at big picture uh not much value on the Nuggets this time around when you look at futures right now but um yeah I mean and also it's just interesting like Jimmy Butler you know, that situation at the end of the game makes you wonder, like, you know, he doesn't seem 100%. And Bam Adebayo, I mean, he looked better than Jimmy Butler in the finals. Never thought I would say that either. 
The Nuggets gave Miami every chance to win. Denver went 5 of 28 or 18% from three. They went 13 of 23 or 57% from the free throw line. Nikola Jokic and Aaron Gordon were in foul trouble. The two more physically imposing players for the Nuggets. But Denver owned the fourth quarter. Jimmy Butler pretty much blew it uh, at the end of regulation. Jokic is the first player in NBA history, guys, to lead all players in points, rebounds, and assists in a single postseason. Truly remarkable what he did for this entire playoff run, much less the NBA Finals. And now he is particularly excited about what comes next after his first ring. Next week or two look like for you now you got a parade coming up here on thursday yes how soon till you're back in some i need to on sundays i have my horse racing in my horse racing, racing. Horse racing. racing? <laughs> i was gonna get to that the horse we'll racing get to maybe i don't know how we're gonna arrive thursday parade friday maybe would you make I was, it i don't know <laughs> maybe ask, maybe you can I'm have gonna, enough time to squeeze it in i'm gonna ask josh to Give me a, give me a, give me a plane. Oh, I think, I think you, I think yeah, he'll, I, I, he'll I, I, definitely I, let you get the team plane. I think you deserve sure. that. You deserve a little bit more than that. I did it on TV. I, I'm gonna finish by. Uh, by I put him under the pressure. Put yes, him under I did. Pressure. Yes, I did. Nicole, I, I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> the mild-mannered Nikola Jokic, uh, basically planning out his next few days, uh, trying to get home and work on his uh, various off-floor activities. Uh, but, Joe, you can't say enough about Jokic being a, a really worthy uh, finals MVP. In the season where he didn't win the regular season honor, uh, you know, basically jockeying for position with uh, Joel Embiid, perhaps because uh, he wasn't playing as many minutes down the stretch. But what he did in the playoffs, as I mentioned, truly remarkable. And he is perhaps the single most important reason why the Nuggets are favored to repeat as NBA champions. Uh, there's no question about that. And I, I think another point, a lot of times when you crown a champion, we go back and look, okay, how is that team built? And is that team built to stay atop the West? Uh, I think so. And we'll talk in a little bit about some of the possible movement that we're going to have. But as far as competition, maybe there's a couple teams, especially if some things end up happening in free agency or trades. But I, I look at them as like, it's Denver a gap, and that no matter what the odds say, just my own opinion, and how they're built, Jokic, look at, look at these, they're draft picks. In the era of let's make a three-headed monster, let's trade for a superstar, free agency, what we've seen, and I'm really looking forward to talking about it, is because we've seen different champions, we've seen teams with higher seeds, that was not the case with Denver, but what did they do almost entirely outside of Gordon? They built this team through the draft. Smart front offices. I mean, they they won this championship just as much as Jokic. Yeah, and like Jamal Murray and Jokic have been, they've known each other for a really long time, dating back to when they were like teenagers, they've been playing together. And then, you know, when they traded for Gordon, it's like they realized they could win a championship then, and now everyone's healthy. <laughs> Back to Jokic really quick. I noticed in, like, every soundbite last night, he's like, we get to go home, we get to go home. I'm like, dude, do you hate it here that much? Can't wait to get <laughs> back to Serbia. But I didn't realize he actually quit basketball as a teenager to pursue horse racing. It's his big passion for him man it must be nice to just kind of like 
oh, just casually take your foot off the brake. But that guy's incredible. I mean, just watching his development, even over the last few seasons, the strides that he's made and what we're watching just seems historical, really, watching him play. A guy who was drafted in the middle of a Taco Bell commercial goes on mm -hmm. to uh, put together one of the great performances in NBA playoff history. As far as series bets that cashed, uh, our very own Rick Camp, friend of the show, said Jamal Murray can get the most assists, and at 42-1, to 1, that cashes. If you took Nuggets minus one and a half games, that also cashed. Uh, the th the most main threes in the NBA Finals, unfortunately, uh, that did not turn out well for me. Uh, Jamal Murray wound up winning that honor with 12. Uh, Kyle Lowry had 11. He was 150 to 1 at various points <laughs> oh, wow. during the series. And he was definitely very much in it until the very end. Gabe Vincent Ooh. finished with 10. And so Jamal Murray wound up winning that honor. And to me, I think that points to a really important deal, Joe, looking ahead. And that is mm -hmm. that the Nuggets, as you said, that when they are healthy, they are the most talented team in the NBA. But the question is, they need to be healthy. We saw what the Nuggets were without Murray, and they just weren't the same team. They really need the full complement of stars with Murray, with Aaron Gordon, uh, to be formidable. But the ceiling is higher than arguably any other ceiling in the NBA at this point. Uh, yeah, on those stat categories, remember rebounds? It was Jokic minus 20,000, and he did get that. He won by eight over Bam, and the assist one, Murray ends up winning by 14. And wasn't Jokic minus 20,000 in that one, too? And I did yeah, see I some, remember. I, Aaron, I saw some much higher numbers on Murray. I saw some people with tickets out there for assist leader at 180 to 1. Like, that was a monster look. And, you know, it became evident during the series. Like, we were paying attention to potential assists and all that. Um, attacking Gabe, we were right on. We just picked the wrong guys. Like, we were hoping mm -hmm. for a longer series and taking the longer shots on some of the heat shooters. Uh, but, yeah, Gabe become the big favorite early on uh, with all of his threes in those first couple of games. Attacking him was the correct move, just landing on the wrong player. Uh, mostly unders in this series the under hit in every first quarter and every first half combined mm -hmm. 10 and 0 in this series. Yeah. That first half under was, that was something I had been paying attention to not first quarter, but yeah, that's crazy that it just kept hitting and it was pretty high. I remember it was like 110, and then they pretty much mm -hmm. were just offering 106 and a half. And that was easy yesterday as well. The thing about the nuggets, like props wise, I feel like, the star players are so unselfish that it's really hard to pinpoint, you know, game to game, who's going to have the most points, rebounds, or assists. And because it's like they can all contribute in different ways. And I found that to be quite interesting, you know, looking at the, you know, whether it was Murray or Gordon or even Jokic, what, points, rebounds, or assists, you know, those different markets. If anyone was capable of having a big night in any category there. We will get to looking ahead to next NBA season and some of the champions uh, we like, some of the futures bets that we want to make, and perhaps how to think about free agency and how that can impact our futures bets in just a bit. But first, we need to get to uh, Major League Baseball Survivor. And even though we're only one day into this week, there seems to be a little bit of drama. We got a tip from the BetQL Daily Investigation Hotline <laughs> 
pertaining to something involving, <laughs> yes, a, a tip from our fearless leader, Paul Aspen, who was looking at the MLB Survivor message board. And as I read the thread here, the subject line, did Joe O just pull a fast one on us? Saw your name <laughs> under the no picks list, and now it's on the Twins. And then a follow-up two hours later, I think he caught you, Joe. It says you entered your pick at 719 Eastern time. So, Joe, what happened? Were you able to finagle the software to where you could get your pick in after the game started? No, no, no. It Listen, as, as I've talked about on the show, these people are lunatics. So they're, they're trying to get anybody eliminated that they can. If I don't even want to promote the site. Ed, you can confirm. How awful has this website been? Like, how often do you go on there and there's an error and you can't make a pick? I've it's been that. a lot, right? It, yeah, yeah, it's been bad. And the prices went way up, so I'm not happy. So I'm looking around. Uh, yesterday when we talked about it, I talked about three teams, and I said Minnesota's the pick. So that was out there on the show in the morning. When I went to enter the pick, it had the red typing and there was an error. So I waited on it. And then... When I check back, when I can make the pick later on, you know, day happens and I got to it later. And then I entered the pick because I was able to enter the pick at that point. And it was Minnesota, what I said on the show. So that's that. This has happened before this year. Like if people send me an email ahead of time, hey, I can't get my pick in, then I can't get it in either. And then I wait until later and then, then I'll enter it as long as I'm told ahead of time, this is what I want to do. It's not letting me enter the pick. That's been done before. But this website is bad. Oh, okay. So there, this yeah. has happened before where someone's emailing you like, hey, I want this yeah. team as my pick and the site won't let me enter. So you, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but and I also then, think you just I'm saying your pick on the show should not count if we're, you know, because no, anyone that's not what I'm saying. That's <laughs> okay, not what good. I'm saying at all. But I'm just saying like, I didn't change a pick. And Minnesota hasn't played yet, and I know, I know the rules. I set the rules. So, yeah, but the reason the pick wasn't entered is because of the website. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Because huh. I, I will say, like, the idea okay. Are you questioning that... it, Paul? Hang on. Hang on. No, I'm what, not. What I'm not. I'm not okay. actually. Um, I know you walked away, but I asked being a peanut like, gallery. How, how often has it been where you've, we've tried to get on the website and yeah. you couldn't? It's been yeah, issue. I put it in the chat too. Like there have been teams like last week, Baltimore was already like four four and one on the week, and they didn't have them through for me, and they've eliminated teams. Oh my that god, haven't been eliminated. Like it, yeah. it's backwards That's all the way around. So yeah, I've been totally. getting yeah. yeah. There was somebody that was really mad about hey, this team has not been eliminated, but they're showing they're eliminated. Yeah, there have been a lot of issues. Oh man, and the great thing blew I five two lead last night to the Tigers. What are we doing? Seven pick week. Oh, seven game week. That's what I want with. Oh, you did it. Oh, oh yeah. Paul. Paul. Oh, you did it. No. <laughs> it was a rare, like, okay. Well, the eliminated guys are coming after me. Let's relax a little bit. But Who's coming after no. you? Oh, Ed. Jake, say Ed, something. Ed, Ed, give me a hard time. Jake's probably back there I believe cackling. in Paul completely and unequivocally. Yeah. All right. Should, should have just gone with the A's. That's the easy play now. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> I know. can't Gee, believe no this. no kidding. I just said run line, and they won the game outright. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we turn the page to the 2024 NBA season right here on the BetQL Network.